This is Dojo Live, Tech Without Borders, stories that bring us together. Hello and welcome to Dojo Live this Tuesday, August 8th, 2023. My name is Kim Lantis and joining me is co-host America Guerrero. Hello, everybody. Hello, America. And of course, the guest of today's show, the most important person today is Bruno Ver, who is the co-founder and CEO of Niftify. Bruno, thank you so much for spending your time with us today and talking all about blockchain and Bitcoin with us. Hi guys. Well, thank you for having me. It's a feel. I feel a real honor to be here, and uh, and I feel very welcome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. And especially we're on almost opposite sides of the planet today, so um, we're just getting yep. our day started, and you're winding down yours. And that's what's interesting about tech, and I think this whole world that brings us together. The conversation we're going to dive into even more today. Uh, but before we get to that conversation, we really would love the chance to get to know you. A bit better. What's the Bruno story? What's led up to Niftify for you? Oof, I have to go twenty years back. You know, my first, my first. You don't look old enough to go twenty years back. <laughs> Are you a baby? Well, twenty years old. <laughs> in uh, sixteen, seventeen, and and I started selling wine door to door, and uh, that's when entrepreneurship was born within me. And I've always liked to to be entrepreneurial. Uh, until I had my 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 third uh, exit, then I kind of I kind of cooled down on entrepreneurial side and I started investing myself. That was back in 2011, 12. Uh, invested in 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 over 300 companies um, until 2019, something like that. And then I felt the need to get back in the game. And then yeah, NFTs were uh, a pretty hot topic, and and I saw a need in the market, so I was like, okay, let's 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 build Niftify, and I found some uh, amazing co-founders, one who is uh, very analytical, and then uh, one who is very young, a very go-getter as well, and uh, and we created Niftify. I think that's, I love it. that's so. If you have more time, I can I can go deeper into detail of every year of my life. But uh, <laughs> I think I think that was a really great uh, summary. Thank you, and I can totally see how NFT Niftify very cute. I see how that makes sense. But what's the problem that Niftify is solving exactly? Well, you know, many many small and medium businesses, and not only small and medium businesses, also big businesses, when they when they when they move from from a technology to another technology. They often have no idea, no clue how to do that. And 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 we have seen in, in, in the Web2 era, companies like Wix and Shopify come up. And that's basically what we have built. We've built a sort of a Wix, which is called, in our case, Niftify for Web3. So if you're in a Web2 company today and you want to you wanna implement the Web3 uh, possibilities, then you can basically go to our website and, and use our API and add it to your current e-commerce platform, your, to your current website and become a Web3 compliant uh, uh, company. That is absolutely fantastic. I was actually kind of scrolling through your website and I saw that there's so many verticals that are involved in this now or able to be involved. And I think we're going to dive into that in just a moment. Um, but before we do, what's the question we're really hoping to answer today? Dun, dun, dun. The Bitcoin era. Will blockchain and AI be forced but useful to human beings? Please share with us that answer 
Yeah, oh. I think there's a whole blockchain, Bitcoin, NFT trail here for dummies. Uh-huh. Why don't you put it all together? How are these for, no, my pun intended, all linked? How does it work? Well, I, I believe and I, I hope I'm not breaking up because I sometimes see the screen freezing. So I hope I'm not breaking up. Awesome. Very cool. Um, I hear you I, loud and clear. I really believe that that the thing, the Bitcoin that Satoshi Nakamoto created back in 2009 is something that is going to be very useful for everyone. There is many people around the world that are unbanked, so it's going to make the unbanked banked. Uh, secondly, I really think that uh, money has to go back to the basis. You know, uh, back uh, in the in the days, money was based on gold, and the day that they took money away from gold and they started just printing money, everything went south. And we see that crisis after crisis, governments keep printing money trying to solve a problem, but they're not solving any problem. They're just making it worse. And there, I believe crypto is the only solution. So we will see, in my humble opinion, we will see now something that happened back in the days as well with gold, some sort of a ban, the government trying to ban crypto, trying to put it in a corner, but then at some point they will come and it's already happening. We see Europe coming with their own uh, European uh, uh, ECB, uh, European Central Bank is coming with their own European uh, uh, digital currency. Um, so once governments start implementing and then it will say, oh, you know what? We will allow Bitcoin from now on. So I think something like that is going to happen. And um, still governments will be in control. But by creating all these different coins that are out there right now, it's giving a lot of uh, opportunity um, for, 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 for many people. And I really think that that is something that we need in order to move forward. Then getting to AI, you know, we, we, we all... And, and our generation, I don't know how old you are, you are girls, but my generation, I grew up with parents going to work um, nine to five or nine to six and from Monday to Friday. And we see now the next generation, mm-hmm. the young people, they don't. I think I lost. Yeah, me too. Just a moment. All right. I think he was talking about the younger generation isn't working the nine to five. They don't want to work uh, anymore five days a week. They want to enjoy the family. Okay, I'm back. Right. I'm I think back. we're back. Okay. We, we left you off at our parents, our generation, uh, working the traditional nine to five and the younger generation no longer wanting to do that. With nine to five jobs and seeing them, their parents go to work. Right now we are in the new era where we see the young people, they don't really want to work nine to five anymore. They don't really want to go to a job anymore. They, they don't even want to owe properties anymore, uh, some of them. So we see a complete shift of the way of living and we see that also it's uh, there is a lot of digital nomads as we call them people traveling and while they're traveling they are working uh, also the the way jobs are done you know a job of eight hours 10 20 30 years or even 50 years ago today doesn't exist anymore one or today can be done in four or three hours and that's where ai, AI and technology mm-hmm. comes in so we have to embrace that and we have to use that in order for our all our uh, for all human beings to be able to basically uh, decide to have a better work-life balance than, than, than we've had in the past 100, 200 years. How is that AI... I, I don't see my face. I think that we're having a technical issue. Ah, here I am. How is AI coming and changing all of this, specifically with Bitcoin? Well, you know, AI is, 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 is going to make our lives easier. I don't know if you guys heard of ChatGPT, and I assume you have. Um, but, but how amazing is that? You know, 
who's using Google? I, I'm not using Google anymore. I use ChatGPT for everything right now. And she answers me and I say she, because for me, ChatGPT is a girl, of course, because <laughs> I girl, love it. Oh, it's better. Um, but but um, she, she answers all my questions, all my doubts and everything I need to know. I started a company with ChatGPT a few weeks ago with a friend of mine. We tried something out and we just created a company. So I really think we have to embrace that. Of course, every every technology has their pitfalls and every technology has their danger. Same as what happened over the past 10, 15 years with, with, with this new Bitcoin crypto era that has arrived where people have misused the, the, the technology and misused this to, to scam other people. But, you know, scams has been have been there for over uh, 100 years. You know, if you go back in time, there was Ponzi. And if you go even further back, there were also scammers. So they, they, they will always be trying to misuse misuse technology, misuse things and how things are done and how they do it, uh, trying to take advantage of other people. But I think if we embrace this technology, I really, I really believe it will make our lives so much easier and it will also allow us to have a much better work-life balance. And, 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 and we are going to, towards an era where job sharing will be the next big thing, if you ask me. Hmm. I, I think that brings me to the question of the title of the word forced. One thing is to embrace it because it's there. Another thing is to embrace it because I have to. Um, so what's your, your take on this? Should I embrace it because it's good for me or should I embrace it because it's inevitable? Well, I think you should embrace it because it's good for you. And uh, unfortunately, it is inevitable. And unfortunately, our they government both. Will, will somehow also use it uh, against us. Uh, look what's happening in in China already with your with your score. If you if you cross a red light as a as a as a walking person, walking you as being human being, you get negative points, and this all can have ne an impact on your credit cards, and 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 then they can take money from your credit card without you even being able to defend yourself. Because my, maybe there was a, a dog chasing you, but AI didn't see the dog; it didn't, it only saw you crossing the red light. So you know, um, I think that's where where we have to draw a line. A, a line as 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 human beings whereas you know once our government and unfortunately we 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 can't too much well at least i won't be able to do much but uh, uh once our government starts to using all these technology technologies uh, against us uh then then there might be yeah there might be an issue <laughs> yeah i think you know in past show it talked about this idea not just of the embracing you know ai in the future that's ahead of us but the education side, right? Once we're educated about it, then that's empowerment and we're able to have influence, right? Over government or, or business or whatever it is, you know, our, you know, being a walking USB or not agreeing to that and, you know, the ability to push back. What have you found to be very useful for you in your journey in terms of education? What would you encourage maybe any of the naysayers out there? Um, how could we get started? And also the younger generations, for example, I don't know, my niece, who is 13 years old, how do I introduce this Bitcoin era to her knowledge? How is she going to start if she's interested? But anything like technology in my household, it's usually the other way around. She's going to be the one introducing me to it. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, well, some 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 kids are more advanced than others uh, when it comes to technology and also when it comes to crypto. We see some genius 15-year-old making tons of money trading, and we've seen some other genius 15-year-old uh, uh, just focusing on, on sports. So, you know, it, it, everybody has their time uh, to shine and everybody has their time to, to play the game. Uh, and also everybody has their... Um, has their path in life so uh but if people are interested and if people want to know more i think you know i'm not a big reader uh i do a lot of podcasts and audiobooks and 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 i watch a lot of youtube um there's a lot of bullshit on youtube as well but anyway uh i i i i, I watch a lot of those kind of things to to educate myself but i think the best the best is still people you know you learn from people you know if you don't know something yourself then surround yourself people with people who know it better and learn from them and, and involve them or get involved with them. Um, and, and, and that way you're, you're also creating a social uh, engagement because with all this technology, the, 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 the negative part of this, all these technologies, and I'll give you an example. I have a friend, his daughter is 15 year old. He has a boyfriend living, she has a boyfriend living in the same street, three houses down. And then dad comes up and says, hey, what you're doing? Ah, I'm watching Counter-Strike. Oh, uh, and who are you watching? Oh, my boyfriend. Well, why are you not with him in the couch? three houses down the street. No, no, I'm watching here. It's more fun. So I think dad probably appreciates that she's not watching <laughs> the show with boyfriend on the couch, to be quite honest. <laughs> I, well, so, uh, <laughs> example, that's also technology because people are getting lazy. They're not coming out mm -hmm. of the house. It's not because we have technology. We don't need to talk to each other anymore. Yeah. So uh, I think people, I think if you want to get educated, talk to people. Of course. And I think that's a really good point, right? The education and the interaction. Um, and another theme that comes up on our show very often is that it's about enhancement and not replacement when we're talking about artificial intelligence. So let's bring the conversation to Niftify exactly. I mentioned earlier that we've got quite a few different verticals in which people can be transitioning over to Web3. What does this look like? What's maybe the most common or popular verticals that you're seeing utilized said um, currencies and um, what's the process? Oh, well, we see most uh, at Niftify is basically uh, small and medium businesses, uh, small artists, people who are starting to uh, do something as a business. Uh, it can be uh, wrist, wristbands, for example, or it can be uh, purses, uh, for example basically using Niftify to sell their items online, well, using the technology to sell it on their own website, sell their items and then bring their items uh, with an NFT. So you sell a purse that comes with an NFT and NFT proves basically that it's a real purse, that it's uh, when it bought, how much it bought, etc., etc. Um, in terms of bigger companies, I'll give the example of Gucci. When you go to a Gucci store and you buy a bag, and I don't know if any of you two already bought a Gucci or, or, or something else, um, but um, when you go to these big fashion brands, usually what they ask is your first name, last name, your address, your email address, your phone. They ask you a lot of details when you buy this very expensive um, uh, fashion wear. And now we see a, a pivot in, 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 in that approach of these brands where you will go and you will still give all that information, but you will also give your, your, uh, your, um, your wallet address because they will connect your purse that you buy with an NFT and they will put it in your, in, in your wallet. So you can always prove that that purse is a real purse and it's your purse. And then the next step will be NFC chips in the purse. And then you can basically, when, when somebody scans your purse, 
with with their phone they will see which purse it is how much it's worth etc etc so again it's 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 against counterfeits it's against uh, fake items um it's proving that you're oh, you're the, the the legitimate owner of the item etc etc and then of, of course when you when you are for example an artist and you have a painting imagine van gogh using nft technology today the family of van gogh would still be making money on on his paintings um because with the blockchain technology and it's not even nfts it's just the blockchain technology allows us to to put smart contracts in place and say you know what i'm making this painting and if this painting gets sold i will get 20 percent and if it gets sold again i get 80 percent and if it gets sold again at 15 percent if i die my family will get 10 percent every time the painting gets sold so imagine what this technology can do in in in, in that industry and then um we all uh talk about global warming and we all talk about uh global cooling down because you know back in the days of global cooling now it's global warming i don't know what's going to be next but anyway we talk about uh mother earth uh being in bad shape and we human beings being the reason of that so what we see is that many brands and 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 just to name one apple uh, one of the biggest uh, in the world when it comes to smartphones i don't know if you have an apple phone but i have an iphone i have a macbook i have, I have so many uh, devices of apple and what we see is that they produce and produce and produce but they sometimes overproduce and not only apple you know samsung they're they're doing the same they're overproducing the whole time so every year they burn or they 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 they, they, they bring down devices that were produced because they couldn't sell them you know that's also why black friday was invented to sell products that are not being sold <laughs> and to let us spend money anyway imagine if we use blockchain technology and if ebay implements blockchain technology and if every item we're selling in the secondary market and that's that's i'm i'm reaching my hand to ebay if they want they can use our technology um, you hear that if, ebay <laughs> brand that wants to sell uses nfts or the blockchain technology and then when you start selling the secondary market imagine with that technology how you could map that secondary market as a factory and then say oh we see that in uh, oklahoma there is a lot of uh, iphone 14s for sale oh we see that there there is a lot of iphone 13s for sale you know what let's do a recall of all these iphone 13s and give them an iphone 16 whatever you will be able to produce much less and and bring down the carbon fiber and the reason why you want to bring down your carbon fiber is the next big thing that is coming from also pushed by our governments is the car carbon footprint of your company because it's the next big thing that is coming you know we and not only for companies also private person if you travel more than five times a year you will get fines or you can buy the points of somebody who's not traveling so things are gonna gonna change a lot in the next 10 15 years so we we need to be careful but i also believe that this technology can be very helpful in order for us to be more responsible when it comes to uh, producing uh, goods, for example. And basically, they can use our technology in order to to watch their production and to, to see how is the secondary market going, for example. In order to produce... Really good use case. Yes. Um, with your NFT e-commerce platform, I don't remember, but I want to confirm, do you also help artists to make uh to reproduce music is is that a thing it's definitely a possibility it's it's we haven't really done it on niftify and there is, i i've seen some platforms out there but our technology would allow you to basically uh nft a piece of a song or a full song let's say you're a beginning artist and you don't have money to make your first record you could raise money through blockchain through 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 nfts that are linked to your song and then when the song 
provides money, all the holders get a piece of the cake. So it's it's definitely a technology that that will bring the power back to the artists. And instead of having an agency in between or two, three agency in between that take 80% or 90% of the cut, an artist will be able to make more for yeah. themselves. It's like a, a blockchain, a digital Kickstarter. <laughs> yeah, you could, you could say it like that. I love it. You know, what's great about this conversation that I'm hearing is I, for one, have always sort of struggled of to wrap my head around the digital world and the physical world and how that links together with NFTs or even blockchain for that matter. Because it always, to me, NFTs in particular, mainly were digital and it felt like pretend, you know what I mean? Like this fictitious universe, this world we that all, we just sort of created. But now- as, as apes and monkeys, and that's how we all grow with NFTs. But NFTs are much more than that. NFTs is the technology behind it. It's a blockchain technology. And that's allowing so many possibilities. When you buy a car, register the car, it could all go through the blockchain. When you sell that secondhand car that you're sure that the mileage is not fake, how do you know that? Well, when you, when you, when you put that car in a blockchain technology and you combine it with AI, and, 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 and Tesla is doing it, it, there is already a lot of AI in a Tesla. And I think it's very hard to, to buy a secondhand Tesla that, is, that the mileage has been turned back. But it's, it, it's all opening up like that. And the only risk of all these technologies is what I said earlier, once they start using it against us. Um, and then it's mainly the government, governments, because that's what they want to do. They want to control us. Um, and I don't think people should be too much controlled. I think people should have as much freedom as possible. I love With, tec <laughs> with technology. So how would, you know, utilizing, I know, for example, just with cryptocurrency in general, there's no one government, at least not yet, behind it, which is part of the freedom, which is part of the protection. How do you see this being, this future being any different than what we have now? I mean, like some of the examples we've thrown out, you know, um, like with the Gucci bags, how does that differ from the serial number on my car or things that already, you know, exist? How, what would, how does that work in terms of what if we just, are we complicating it or is it actually simplifying? I, I think at first we're complicating it to afterwards simplify it. And that's usually also what, what happens when new, when new uh, technologies or new, new things are being introduced. You know, they, we always tend to complicate things while it can be very simple. And it's just typical human being. When there is a road straight forward to your goal, most people never go straight to their goal. Most people do a little uh, lap around and then they go to their goal. When I, when I met my wife, Instead of going straight to her to talk to her, I did 10 laps around the bar and then I go and talk to her. So you see that, that it's just typical human being. Um, so first things will get complicated and then we will make it more easy for ourselves. I love it. And like I said, I think you've opened up a lot of ideas for me that I hadn't previously thought of, of either, you know, how the cryptocurrency and blockchain is being utilized today or how it will be. Um, let's talk a little bit about the now versus the future. Where are we at now? Like what if what we've laid out is real world happening versus what's coming? Well, I think history always repeats um, and we can learn a lot from history. And if you go back into history of gold, and I don't know the exact year, but there was a year in the US where gold was basically forbidden. And we saw that people were hiding gold under the house, under the doormat. They were hiding it everywhere. 
And still today, there is when people buy like those forced closed houses in the US, sometimes they find gold under under some yeah jackpot. Anyway, I think this, there is a similar thing happening right now with, with, with crypto. And we see a lot of things happening in the US where uh, Coinbase is being sued and Binance is being sued and this guy is being sued and this guy is being sued. So that's, that's just the, the war on crypto. And I think once that governments will start implementing it themselves, because basically that's what happened back in the days as well. They started taking all the gold in the world for themselves. They banned it, taking all the gold. And then they said, you know what? Gold is legal again. They had all the gold and then gold started going up and they made a lot of money. So I think this, it's a similar a similar scenario will happen uh, with, with crypto. The only thing that they have against them right now is technology because back in the days there was only newspapers and now we have social media and things go like this. When something happens in the US, three minutes later, somebody in Europe already knows what's happening. So they have that a little bit against that, but I think something similar is going to happen. So I think his, I think history is going to repeat itself, and I really believe that 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 Bitcoin in that case is 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 is, is the new uh, gold. How many individuals do you know that are investing right now in Bitcoin? Because to be honest, here and where I'm located, it's something that I haven't heard that much with people who are the same age as me just older people so i'm curious like is that still happening or is that going to be common in maybe five years everybody is going to have a bitcoin or how i don't know i i, I it's a very good question and i also feel like um mass adoption is going really really slow it's taking a lot of time and i'm really sad that uh, that young people are not taking uh the time to to invest or to even if it's just a hundred dollars we see that right now, um, uh, uh, international intra infrastructures and, and, and big big banks like JP Morgan, they're all buying Bitcoin. So that that means something. It's it's going to explode. So if you're young and 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 you want to take a risk, and especially when you're young, that's when you should be taking risks. You know, you have nothing to lose when you're young. You don't have houses. You don't have properties. You can always go back to mommy and daddy. Um, are, are, are the grandparents. Uh, um, but anyway, uh, when you're young, that's when you have to take risks. Um, sometimes I feel I feel also a little bit sad to see how many young people are, are not really investigating this. Um, but, you know, like I, earlier, like I said earlier, everybody will have its time and some people will be too late when Bitcoin will be a million dollars and they will regret not having bought it and they will tell stories like, oh, I could have bought, you know, when you have to say I could have, then you're probably too late. Um, yeah. It, yeah, good job. I really, I really believe that that's where we are going, and that's the future of money. The future of money is going to be all digital. Uh, again, it can be against us because that's how governments will control us. That's also how they will control our spending, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But meanwhile, um, those who are early enough can probably profit from it and 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 will enjoy it, and it's going to be fairly similar to what we have seen in the 80s, 90s uh, with, with people who bought back then. Uh, my again. <laughs> yeah. oh, it is, you know, they were daredevils and, and some of them got really, really, uh, really wealthy from it um, financially then because, you know, there is financial wealthiness and there is just life wealthiness. Life is more than money, but of course, money helps when you want to travel uh, buy a car, have good food on the plate, uh, give your family something back, give your friends something back. So, uh, of course. Not sure if I. 
I feel I think, like I, I think you did. How do you get started? I mean, you mentioned this fictitious number of investing one hundred dollars. What does that look like? Well, create a, create an account on one of these exchanges. You know, Coinbase, Binance, um, FTX. No, not FTX. <laughs> <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> no, create one of the exchanges. Preferable the exchanges that asks the least questions. Of course, you know, KYC, eh, we, we cannot avoid it. We need to do KYC because we want to know where the money is coming from mm -hmm, and where it's mm -hmm. going. We're doing the same at Niftify. We're being completely compliant or trying to be completely compliant. Um, but, um, but yeah, create an account on one of these of the exchanges. And, and, and if you make $1,000 a month and you eat four times a month outside for $50, well, drop one and use $50 and buy some Bitcoin. Uh, you'll never regret. You'll, you'll. In my opinion, you'll never regret it. Um, that's that's how you, that's how easy you can start. I love it. Thank you. And so let's break. Go ahead. You no, know, you guys are in Mexico. There is a lot of meetups happening in Tulum, and uh, there is the Bitcoin meetup in Tulum every every two weeks, I believe. Uh, there is also in Playa. There is a few, uh, but there is just type in on Google. You know, crypto meetups in my neighborhood. There is so many meetups happening. You would be surprised how many meetups are happening. And again, it's about people. Talk to people, people. Uh -huh. Don't do anything everybody says. Don't be naive, but talk. Talk and listen and then do your research. Do your own research. I love it. And I think the the talk with people, do your own research, uh, go for it, are some of the mantras that we've learned from you today, Bruno, as an individual. Uh, as we come to the final few minutes of the show, what other sort of words of advice might you have for our viewers in terms of entrepreneurship or anything else that you'd like to kind of wrap up with? Well, I think many people don't really follow their heart enough. Many people just do because their parents told them to do this or somebody else told them to do that. I think it's so important to just follow your heart. And if you want to be an entrepreneur, then go do it. And if you want to be um, a, a sportsman, go do it. If you want to, if you want to work in a government, go do it. Be, 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 be the change you want to be in the world, and 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 just follow your heart, and and don't don't settle because you think you cannot do it. Because anything in life is possible. And you know what's the worst that can happen? I don't know where most of the viewers are from, but if you're there, is countries in the world where people wake up and they don't even know if they have food for lunch. Um, I wake up in a country where I know even if I fail, I will always have food on my plate. So um, what's the worst that can happen? And with, with those lines, I think I can, mm -hmm. I can be end. And uh, because that, that's basically is what's the worst that can happen? If you don't try, you don't fly. So if you want to do something in life, whatever it is, go get it and go do it and try to be the best at it. I love it. Thank you. Thank you very much for those wise words and inspiring words as we close our show today. Thank you once again, Bruno, for joining us today on Dojo Live, sharing all about yourself as well as Niftify. We wish you and um, your team nothing but success as, as you move forward. Stick around for just a moment uh, as we go off air. But before we do, we'd like to let our viewers know what we've got coming up tomorrow.
Yes, tomorrow it's going to be it's going to be about digital renaissance. Why the metaverse and why now? How does the metaverse redefine brand realities and drive customer engagement by providing immersive and interactive platforms that transcend conventional marketing methods? That is a long question. So it's going to be a really interesting topic. This is going to be with Jonathan Ras Friedman, co-founder and CEO of Super Social. All right. See you tomorrow at 10 o'clock a.m. Pacific. And until then, stay safe, everyone. Thanks. Check out past episodes, transcripts, blogs, and more on our website, dojo.nearsoft.com. <laughs>